Hashem told us that everything that Hashem gives the person is bad and there to be in the sign. And he says examples. On the one hand, poverty is in the sign. On the other hand, wealth is in the sign. Davin did not to be tested with either. He said, <laughs> he says, <laughs> And he explains, Maybe I'll be satisfied, and the satisfaction or the wealth will lead him to be denied, 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 and or the other extreme is plenty of water, shall become poor, then we're going empty. I will have to steal to find food. But the fast is Shemir Akal, make a chill Hashem. Well, Shemir Shemir Akal, whatever it's going to be. So you see, both extremes present their own challenges. Oini presents a challenge, and the Shiris presents a challenge. And the same thing, Hashalom Mitzarechot, Vayishur Mitzarechot. Comfort presents a challenge. Like it says, Vayishman Yishur and Vayivot, that when people are too comfortable, they tend to forget that they're reliant on Hashem. And so they want to present a challenge. When a person's in pain or a person's suffering, so Adab is much more like to be Mitzayish. It's a two-sided Mitzayish. In other words, on the one hand, too much good or too much success is a source of, is, a, is a threat. And too much, on the other hand, the Akhar, too much suffering or too much privation is also a danger. Doesn't sound like at the same time. Now here's an important point, which I learned from this, and it's something which all people have difficulty understanding, but there's more than one aspect to the answer, but this is a very important fundamental point. And that is, obviously, we know that there's certain factors about a person that Kaddish Baruch decides before he's born. Just as like Hashem decides, which parents he's going to be born to, which place the world is going to be born, which area in history. So there's certain factors Hashem decides for every, every Nisham before it comes down to the world. Like the Gemara says in that the Malach of the Hiroim brings the Nisham to Hashem. Hashem decides it's going to be a Chacham Tipesh, Ani, whatever it is, all the various things. It's going to be healthy or sick, how long he's going to live. These are all predetermined factors. And what does Hashem determine these things based on? Based on what that person's uh, Nisyanis are going to be. So some people who Hashem decides are going to be, just to give his examples, are going to be poor, and then his sign is going to be a serve Hashem through poverty. There's some people Hashem decides are going to be wealthy, and then his sign is going to be to remain loyal to Hashem even with great wealth. Nisayinus go both ways. What's the easier Nisayin? It's a famous story about the Chafetz Chaim that one of his Talmudin asked him, is it to daven to become wealthy? So the Chavit Chaim said, why would you want to put yourself into the Nisanis? So he says, no, uh, I, I know what it means, uh, what it means to do. Right? Uh, I'm going to daven for wealthy. You know, I, I, you know, I have my priorities straight. I'm not going to make mistakes. And the Chavit Chaim basically told him, he said, that's because you're talking now, because you don't have a serious yet. Now, because you aren't yet wealthy. If you become wealthy, then you're going to change. It won't be the same. So the birth is for a person. And uh, the challenge of the person is within the circumstances of the Nisyanis Hashem puts him. So how, how well is he going to serve Hashem under those circumstances? 
Now, the evidence is this is an important point to understand because the answers on the basic level are a question a lot of people have. And that is the general question of how come we find Rishon who's successful? Rishon who's successful. Rishon who's wealthy, Rishon who's powerful, Rishon who's easy lives. How come? Now, the, the simplest level to answer the question. I know there are other answers also, but the simplest, the basic level to answer the question is is, very, is that there's not a question at all. The wealth or the ease or the comfort or the power, whatever it is, isn't a reward. It's a factor. And Hashem gave a person factors and he has to choose how to use them. So if Hashem decided this person's challenge is going to be how does he deal with wealth, so the wealth came first. Hashem gave him the wealth and now he's in the question of how he's going to deal with the wealth. He could be a tzaddik and use his wealth well. He could be a rush and use his wealth badly. But, he, but if a person says, look, not fair, why did the rush deserve wealth? They're looking at it upside down. It didn't come afterwards. The wealth came before that. The wealth was the challenge which the person was given. And now it's the question, how he's going to use it? And there'll be people who use it well, and there'll be people who use it badly. And so I think poverty is a challenge. Because it's not that the person can look and say, how come, why does a tzaddik deserve to be put? If such a person is such a tzaddik and look at terrible, how terrible his financial status, it's also not a question. It started the other way around. Hashem decided this person is challenged in life is going to see poverty. And there's some people who will have the challenge of poverty and become to take from it. And there's some people who have the challenge of poverty and come to shine from it. But you can't look at the person and then have tainers on the, the fact that Hashem gave him. Because it's not coming in the ghetto of reward and punishment. It's coming in the ghetto of the challenge. And now, if you use this challenge well, he'll be a tzaddik in spite of the challenge. And if he, if he messes up his opportunities, he'll be a rasha in spite of what Hashem gave him. So the, the question doesn't start. The question is about understanding that what Hashem gives is a reward. It's not a reward. It's coming before that. It's the, so to speak, it's the, the, the platform which a person is given the opportunity to become great or not great. And it has to be like that. Because in every area, the Shparukha has to first give a person opportunities, and then he has to decide how he's going to use them. So just like wealth could be an opportunity, or poverty could be an opportunity, and a person then can decide which way to use it, the same thing anything else. Uh, power is an opportunity. A person can use it well, a person can use it badly. Uh, shalva, success, prosperity, whatever it's going to be, health. All these things are, are options which Hashem gives a person he chooses how to use them. And the same thing the other way around. When the person doesn't have these things, there's also a situation Hashem puts people in, and the question is to see how they respond to it. Now, there's some people that are things around them that they're only going to be given one side of the new side. Whichever one it's going to be. The people who suffer their whole life with sickness, they're born with uh, disabilities, whatever it is, and their life's going to be an ongoing struggle against whatever the physical conditions they have to deal with. And then the person again understands, this is the situation we can put him in. There's some people who enjoy good health their whole life. And then the person like that, at least in hindsight, can understand that Baruch Hashem, that Hashem gave him a different, a different uh, situation when he has to discover it. But then there's also people that are going to change. Which means the people that sometimes they're after healthy, sometimes they're after sick. Similarly, there's some people who their whole life are struggling financially, they're always poor. There's some people who live their whole life in a life of luxury. That means that Russian wanted for them with only one side and his side. And there's some people that it swings. The times they're very successful, the times that they're very they're really struggling. Because uh you know, Rafa wants them to confront both sides of the design at different stages. But and again, those decisions those decisions this is the important point, aren't the result of what a person did. Decisions of how, where Hashem decided that the person's go, his decisions are going to be, 
isn't a result of what a person did. It comes before that. It comes before that, and only that it comes before the person is born. Which means when Hashem has a neshama, He decides how is He going to treat this neshama. What the situations that this neshama is going to be put into to achieve what that neshama needs to achieve. And that's the trust in the Gemara. The Gemara says that uh, the amount of children a person has, how long he's going to live, how much, how much money he's going to have, or food he's going to have, it's not coming from schos. Those decisions aren't based on how a person behaves. I think if he's good, he'll get more. If he's not, he'll get less. The result says, mazel doesn't mean luck. It's just later today and it's a mistake. Right? The result says lots of times. He says that it comes from the word, mazel comes from the shorish in the Torah. Water will flow from its source. Right? Something which flows is nazel. Mazel is something which flows. Which means it's coming by itself. Something which was decided by Rosh. It's not just what the person does. This is something which was decided beforehand. So Chet will never make the person poor? If a person is assigned an office to be wealthy, then Chet's not going to make him poor. That undoes the point of him being here. If the point of him being here is to deal with wealth, then that's his assigned. Of course there's wealth as a reward. That's something else. But then if the person's nigs on him, if his tafkin is what he needs, that's not going to change. Not right, that's what I always explain the story of Rabbi Lazar with the Das. It's extremely poor, the Gemara Tainis. And he davens Hashem for wealth. And Hashem says to him, Do you want me to recreate the world? Maybe you'll be born with a different mazel. That's exactly what it means. So Hashem says to him, Basically, your tactic is to serve Hashem through poverty. So it doesn't help to make you wealthy. Because then it's just defeating the point you're created for. So any answer would be, Let's recreate the world. Maybe we'll have a different mazel. Which means that your tafkid will be something else. But in the way it is now, you were created with this tafkid. So then it's counterproductive for Hashem to undo that and give you money because then it's taking away the, the sign that you were meant to achieve. We don't have anything we want because we don't know what our muzzle is. You know, we don't know what Hashem had in mind for us. That's a different point because even what's meant to come, we don't get without davening. But the important point is, and that's specifically that Gemara and other Gemara's also, and there is anything which is totally on the Mazel Elyon, which means anything which is totally on Hashem's original decision, Tfilah doesn't help for. You can dive in as much as you like, it it's not going to change. Right? For the items in the Nefesh HaChayim Hashem, then it's much better. There's the Midas Hashem has, how he deals with us, and then there's the Ratzin, which comes before that. Hashem's plan in creation. Tfilah can change Midas. Which means if Hashem is acting a certain way to a person, then Tefillah can change that. But it's not going to go a step higher than that. It can change the wrong thing. Right. So if a person is being punished for something he did wrong, which is Hashem is dealing with him now, so it can change the interaction, can change the chesed, whatever it's going to be. But what's not to the Ratzin, which means Hashem's original plan, Hashem's original plan when He created the person, Tefillah is not going to change that. Just, just, like, just like we understand that uh, a lady can daven to be a man, or Yisrael can daven to be a coin. They can daven long to fill us, they can finish their time every day, they can go to the coin for 40 days in a row. Nothing's going to help. Right? And it's not because Hashem doesn't come to fill us, it's a tefillah shove. It's a tefillah shove, you're davening for nothing. Right? Uh, you, Yisrael can daven as much as he wants to be a coin, it's a waste of time. Hashem created you, Yisrael. There's nothing which is going to change. And like I said, it's like a man wanting to be a lady, a lady wanting to be a man. Tefillah is not going to help. That's got to do with the way Hashem created the person. And there's nothing that's going to change that. And that's the same thing over here. We don't always know what our muzzle is. But if a person would know, like Rabbi Razan Padas was told, this is your muzzle. 
don't waste your time diving for it. It's not something which is going to change. Tefillah can't change Hashem's original rotsam. Tefillah can change how Hashem deals with the person because those are, like we said, on-course adjustments. Okay, so we can change it. We can, a different mahalach can get to the same way. That, that Hashem is willing to change. But what the what, what the tacht is, is that's already set. It's not something which is changeable. No, because we don't know what's what. We don't know what's what. We don't know what's in the category of what's anazel or what's... Just like tefillah is negated to the midas of, of what Hashem is deciding for a person which doesn't change the mazel, the shtadus can affect that as well. Which means is that if there's a range, Hashem's willing to let a person get more or less, whatever it's going to be, okay, maybe shtadus will change that somewhat. Whatever it's going to be. But what that's within the range that is right for this person. What Hashem wants this person to have, so Hashem will organize this person gets. It's like Hashem giving him the tools to do the job. You don't need to do it, it'll come to you. When Hashem gives you the tools, or Hashem puts a person in a situation, then that's his avoda. Now it's understand. It's like we saw, we were speaking about Midas, that the person is to see his Midas and see that this is what Hashem wants me to work with. Hashem is a person to see the opportunities Hashem gives him in life. And understand that's what I have to work with. So this talking to the Ba'asaf. A year this is a bakhar. If Hashem made you a bakhar, you were meant to use it for something. Don't despise what Hashem gives you. Right? And that's the same thing here. If a person sees Hashem gave him a skill, Hashem gave him a situation, Hashem put him in a certain position. So understand. This is the situation he meant to be. Because the Prophet wants you to serve him from here. Whether it's all the cases we're for, health or sickness, wealth or poverty, shalva or Yisur, or the opposite, Yisur, whatever it's going to be. So then, that's the Mazal Elia. Now, again, there are times Hashem decides based on what a person does. There's reward and punishment from this world also. That's something which will depend on the person. That's something which can depend on Tefillah. That's a different character. That's, it doesn't have to be like this, but Hashem is giving it to as a punishment. There are people who, maybe as far as the Mazal goes, could have been wealthy, but because of the things wrong, so Hashem is withholding it from them. Could have even had the Nishayim of Ashiris. No, that's what I said, could have been. If a person's design is going to be serve Hashem through wealth, he'll get it. The sometimes that's not the fact in the person's design. Not, in other words, some people, I mean, just look in the world, you'll see some people who are extremely wealthy, they didn't do anything to deserve it. Either they were born into it or it came to them through a lottery or I don't know, some other abnormal unusual means. That's for sure a design for them. But that, that's, that's the design Hashem gave them. There's some people who are extremely poor. As much as they try, whatever they try, it doesn't work. But they're going to start struggle their whole lives. And that's new sign for them. There are a lot of people who are in either category. Right? They aren't particularly millionaires and they aren't extremely poor. They're somewhere in the middle. Now, which means that wasn't the Tchum Hashem wants to test them on. Now, somebody like that, that wasn't the Tchum Hashem is testing them. He's not giving them extreme wealth. He's not giving them extreme poverty. Right? It's the same thing with everything. There's the extremes. Right, and a person can clearly point point. This is this person's design. If you meet a person never who was born blind, uh, paralyzed, whatever it's going to be, and you're going to see this person, his whole life is going to be held back by physical limitations, by pain, by genetic illness, whatever it's going to be. Right, then you're going to say this person, this was his design, this was his life. He was meant to then to live with this and deal with it and serve Hashem as best he can with whatever limitations he was given. There's some people in the opposite extreme. There's a lot of people in the middle. Which means that wasn't the point that Hashem is going to make their focus in that. If they become very wealthy, it's not doing the same. So one of two options. Either it was, it was meant to be at a later stage in life, it was their, that was their tafkir at a certain point in their lives, or, this is another option, that it wasn't one or the other one. Which means it's not the inner side. So how much wealth they're going to have, it goes to the realm of Scharvainish. And it won't affect 
No, if a person, them. no, because if, if that wasn't the tchum, that's where the insane was going to be. So, so, what is he talking about? Sorry? He won't be that rich. It'll be a bit more, a bit less, a bit, a bit easier, you know, so they'll have to pay the bills every month, they'll struggle every month. Are they able to do this? Might be able to. It, it's, it's, it's it can't become super wealthy, but it won't pose any genocide. Maybe sure can't work that out for me. Extreme wealth will produce genocide. So now it'll only happen if a person, if Hashem wants the person to live with that genocide. But the person doesn't need to be super wealthy. If a person can live comfortably and have what he needs, so then he doesn't have the the, the sign of Aishah, right? He doesn't have the sign of Aini, and that's what comes from the sign from. That's what Shlomo Melech asked for. Asher Barash Al I don't want either extreme, right? He wasn't answer Shlomo. He became extremely wealthy. But Lemay said, the you know, the Shem wanted for him. Shlomo is the best example. That was his nisayin, right? Shlomo's nisayin was to be given the extreme of everything and how to deal with it. Extreme kachma, extreme wealth, power. Okay, that was his, that was his mistake. But uh, power, everything. Right? He had the extreme, like he says in Kairos, had everything. Right? And that was the Hashem put him in that position because that was his design. But for most of us, we aren't in an extreme category. So that means that's not our design. Right? Uh, somewhere in the middle, a bit more here, a bit more there, is, isn't, isn't the design of poverty, it's not the design of wealth. Right? If that's the case, then an akhlami. It's something which is up to how Hashem is judging us every year, a bit more, a bit less. And it's in the category where we know that isn't our main struggle in absolutely for sure. It's marking for davening, it's marking for ishtar, just because it's not defined as being what any sign in this world is going to be. Side of four persons born, look at the mazel, which means these are the factors Hashem intends them to deal with. That's coming milamala. That's coming automatically. Now, can a person find the sinners for himself, or can a person put himself in situations which is going to be nirshal? Of course, the whole time. That's if the person's yetzara which drags him there. There's nothing to do with Hashem is sign for him. Mm-hmm. He's not messing around with the, the, the plan. He's gambling his money. He's not he's, messing he's, around with the plan. He doesn't he's, know how to invest his money. He's running. Oh. No, it's different things. The one that is that where Hashem sets up for the person, and that's where Hashem wants him to be misguided. That's that's the where Hashem puts him, so to speak. That's his tafkid in that in this in this area. Now there's something else. People have yisurim. People have midas. People can make mistakes the whole time. It has nothing to do with the tafkid. It has to do with the midas. So, for example, if a person chooses to steal money, um, it's nothing to do with wealth or poverty or Hashem's plan for Here, the, he's tired to steal. He gave into it. He stole. Of course. A person puts himself in a place where he's likely to steal, so then he's setting himself up to be in the next shop. He has nothing to do with the tafkid. It's not wealthy. He just has other people's money. Okay. So, that's what I'm saying. It's nothing to do with his tafkid. A person can do various without his being his tafkid too. Then the good of tafkid is that if a person's meant to, how he's going to deal with wealth, so now Hashem is going to have to set it up for him and give him the wealth and now that, that, prevent, that presents a challenge. In the side of a person, it's shameless. There's sometimes specific factors for the inside and sometimes a different factors for the inside. And these are all external factors. How to deal with wealth, poverty, pain, illness, happiness, I don't know, all these things which is spoken about, are all external factors. They're the internal factors of the inside too. Which means the minutes you've got, which is the strengths you've got. Which means the opportunities Hashem gives you, the people you meet. These are all part of a person's tafkid. So it could be I don't have a major so tafkid in terms what, of the which me, and which, Again, let's go back to Shlomo. That's what he wanted. Right? Some people have, their tafkid is going to be an ex, a, a, a extreme. Very, uh, you know, they have to deal with extreme wealth, extreme poverty. And other people don't have that inside. Some people have inside and have to deal with extreme limitations, sickness, 
Cyrus, whatever it's going to be. A lot of people don't. Now, so for those people who are in the general category that they aren't on an extreme, so now they understand it's something else. Perfection. Which means, well, that's always personal perfection, but also the opportunities that Hashem presents them in life are the choices Hashem is giving, giving them to do something. To do right. To do right. For example. For example. Me. For example, like we said, a person's meant to understand that every, everyone they meet, right? Akkadosh Baruch is also sharing this. What's the point? I'm meant to learn from this person, I'm meant to do for this person, I'm meant to help him. There's a reason for it. It's a situation comes up. Hashem put the situation for a reason. Yes. Right? There's no extremes. It doesn't need. I don't need. And if my talk is a little entire, then Baruch Hashem, I'm much happy without the extremes. The only, the only take away from that. Remember, there are people that suffer in the world that's a little entire. And if that's the case, the best thing Hashem could do for them is not put them on either extreme. Right? A person doesn't learn well with extreme poverty, a person doesn't learn well with extreme wealth. A person doesn't know what to extreme you serve. Right? Adrabil. It's a that's the famous Kamaranyama. Right? You need Hidal to Mahaiv Daniam and Razmukhaj to Mahaiv Da Shirim and because of this otherwise they're gonna say we couldn't learn. Right? Extreme situations aren't conducive for learning. And therefore for the person who's uh for, who's tough is a sudden the best best Hashem could do for him is take care of him without giving him misyonus because of outside factors. Then okay. came to ask him what he wanted. Right, which, which pretty much means that it was open. You could have chosen what you wanted. And he tells us, man, I don't want extreme wealth. I don't want extreme poverty. I want Chochmah. Now, like I said, whatever reason, there wasn't what his tafel was meant to be. Hashem gave him the wealth also. But the man said that that, that that was what he was asking for. Most of us, we can't ask for that. You know, the Gemara says that uh, everyone's mental armor. Everyone's to work. It literally means that. It's true. Everyone's a tafkid to do it, and everyone's to work hard to achieve a tafkid. But some people are more fortunate than tafkids in Torah. It's much, e- it's much more. Uh, it builds a person more. It's much satisfying also than a tafkid and other things. It's more satisfying? To contend with Oini. And not deny Hashem. And not have time as an Hashem. And every day is hungry, and every day is serious, and every day is looking for food, and his kids are crying. And his tafkid is, don't complain. This is what you're created for. Okay, he's doing a tafkid, but it's not an easy, it's not a satisfying tafkid. I'm not saying it's a harder tafkid, I'm saying it's not a satisfying tafkid. Mashaikin, a person's tafkid is, Hashem said, I gave you everything you need. Everybody's well, everyone's food to eat, everyone's happy in school. You just sit and learn. That's your tafkid, sit and learn. Hashem said, I gave everything else for you. You have no other major service in your life. So then it's a very satisfying tafkid, because I get the gishmak of learning. There's nothing to do with reward. I said that. As Adafka said, it's more satisfying here. It's more gishmak here. It makes life that much more enjoyable. <laughs> if I know that I'm fulfilling my Which means I understand this is the son of Hashem, so I'm happy doing what Hashem wants. If a person zeches that it's a darga, most times it's not so easy. When a person is going through your Yisraelim, it's hard. And the fact that a person manages to hold on and not, not give up his emunah is hard. He's doing his tafkid, but it's hard. It's possible to, to, to get to that stage of realization that a person can enjoy it or can feel satisfied with it. But uh, that's a very difficult argument. So, so, what he saw tonight, this is said. The fact that Hashem gives a person are never reward in this world. The fact that Hashem gives a person are always in his side. Always in his side because Hashem is giving him those factors as a challenge which he has to grow from. 
Either way, Akhar Rupanim. This goes back to the Yisad, the Mishnah is explaining that whatever a person does here is that's an Yisad, that's what he's here for.